previously on Real Fantasy Encounters. For your dedicated service, I'd like to formally extend an invitation, Rudy, to the annual general meeting of the Arts Alliance. Saffron, you are standing over Ladash's desk, and she's actually holding her pencil in her right hand, and a fragment of a mirror the other. She's looking over her shoulder at what Rudy is doing. You've all got faces of recognition. I'm not quite sure what she's doing here. She's the snitch. Approximately 30 students who are working in the plagiarism ring as uh, menial uh, artists, the people who actually draw up the glyphs. And then there are a series of distributors, uh, around five or six of those. Uh, one of them is kind of at the center of it. But the real person, the real person that you should be focusing on, that's the president of the art club. Yeah, I guess that does make sense. I was wondering where they were getting all that excess funding from. Like, I just figured they were doing, like, a bake sale. But, you know, you don't keep <laughs> track of that. It it would have to be a hell of a bake sale. Yeah. This is, this is about seven months' worth of operations going on in the academy at the Institute. But I would caution against going for her. Honestly, like, your problems will disappear once you eliminate once you eliminate Rudy her hands kind of like tighten on the box did did you say Rudy she points to the box she opens the box it's full of Polaroids hell yeah and and like you start sifting through through photographs it's like Rudy like dead dropping glyphs, you know, into lockers, you know, really, like, coordinating, um, uh, like, gang negotiation, um, uh, really instructing the girls working in the art room on these glyphs. He's got, like, the test answers, you know, like, photocopied, not photocopied, but, like, one yeah, of them yeah, in, yeah. in the center, you know, and, like, kind of, like, pointing at details. Um, uh, there is, you know... There's also a couple of other things inside there that aren't really relevant to the investigation. Photos so, of Rudy himself, like pensive. Um, photos of um, like like him at lunch. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> just candids. Right. Candids, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's flipping through this. She's like, oh, Rudy. 
Okay, well, this is depressing but helpful. Thank you. I need your protection. Once, once, once they know, like, like that someone has squealed, people are going to start pointing fingers and Rudy is going to catch on as to who it is. I don't, I don't want him expelled. I want everyone else. Rather than one scapegoat, you want like 30. She nods her head. I can work with that. But look, I I won't name you like obviously because we're girl buddies. Um, is this all you have? Not that I want more. I mean, like, it's just, I'm just asking, it's like all of it. There are a couple of other details about the art club president. They're having their AGM tomorrow. And when I say they, I mean it's the whole shebang, the Arts Alliance. Well, if there's one thing, like, even outside of being the student council president, if there is one thing that I'm good at, it's business. I think I could probably fix something up here. Strike a deal. A lot of them come from old money. And that's when she takes out... Like, 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 she kind of sifts to the bottom of that box, and she has, like, a folio inside. Mm. Um, uh, and it's it's labeled, like, like archive school photos in, like, with her label maker print. Um, uh, these are things that if any random student showed you, um, this would carry serious academic penalties, and, uh, because she's actually appropriated these from the library. Uh. She's actually stolen them. <laughs> yeah. And she takes them. She's like, I'm going to ignore that just because you've been so helpful. And, you know, it's for an investigation, so it's fine. But, like, old money means nothing to me. Business is business. I mean, I want to get to the bottom of it. I want to stop cheating because it's not good. We need to, like, you know, succeed off our own merits and stuff. Otherwise, it's pointless. She, like, like opens it up and flicks through a couple pages. And she points to um, a clipping from an Indian newspaper. Mm. This is dated from 1912. And she's kind of like drawn a pencil outline around a figure in the crowd that looks exactly like the art club president. Ah, cool, 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 cool. Bavani Carr. Needless to say, this will go towards my personal investigations, but bottom line, I... Rudy is my friend, and no matter what he's been sticking his fingers into, I'm going to try and help him out. I want to see him expel about just as much as you do, which is, like, not at all. So I'm going to do my best to save his ass. But uh, someone does need to pay for this cheaty, cheaty ring. So I'll take this information and, well, I'll do something with it. Don't know what yet, but someone's going down. I really hope you're not friends with Jane Doe, too. Why? And she flips over to the next page, and in that folio, um, there is the only picture of Jane Doe that you've ever seen. Um, and she's wearing a gang jacket. Yes, motherfucker, yes! <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you, sweet Jesus. 
and she she taps on the photo of Jane. Where did you find this photo? Like this specific photo of Jane? This? Yeah. Well, um, last year, before they took them all away, uh, they were available in the yearbooks. Someone put in a request to have some of the older copies taken out. Does like, it say actually who made borrowed, the but no, hmm. nothing in the ledgers. Not officially, not le- anyway. Not that yeah. McCafferty would reveal to me, but well, you've certainly given me a lot to think about. Um, thank you. I'm going to take this, and she pats the box and just starts like compiling all the stuff about. Um, mm. Bev- I can't. I can never say her name right. Um, Ladasha. Ladash. No, no, no. Um, Bavneet. Uh, I always say Bajit. Bavneet and um and Jane Doe and puts them into the box as well. I'm going to compile this with the notes that I've got and I'm going to come up with a plan, but don't worry. I'm going to keep your name out of it and I'll do the best that I can, but I won't make any promises that I can't keep. Just don't tell Rudy about this. Don't tell him it was me. I think he already knows, but... I'll find out what he knows. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, she kind of like just like goes... Goes in a you know, reserved kind of state. She looks around anxiously. You um, should probably, it's probably best to just, you know, like chill and do some like mindfulness stuff for the rest of the day. Just like you have done so much. Just like take a chill pill. Just like breathe for a bit. I've got it from here, sweet pea. You don't need to stress. Yeah, I think at that, like she, she takes a couple deep breaths and then she just like rips open the covers of her bed and like crawls into them and huddles up. Yeah, Marsha starts tucking her in, just like straight up tucking her in. <laughs> yeah, she needs it. You can you can hear her crying. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna pick a bone with you, motherfucker. You are <laughs> Ooh boy. Okay, yeah, no. She she tucks her in and quietly closes the door and makes her way to leave the dorm and meet up with Rudy where she shoved him in an alcove. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You you enter outside. Hey, Rudy. How'd it go? Oh, my God. It went so well. And I, she's got like this massive grin on her face, but her eyes aren't smiling in the slightest. I see, you've got a, I see you've got a box. Yeah, I do. Do you want to go and have a chat? Because I do. Yeah. I pat Rudy on the back. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, Saffron's still not. Um, he's probably higher priority than this. I don't know. This is... <laughs> I pat Marsha on the back. He, <laughs> he can hear you. Oh, okay. okay. We need to go somewhere where we can have like a talk about everything that's happened because I feel like I'm out of the loop. Well, I've got a fantastic idea of a place that we can go and talk about what's happened. How about the club room for the Computer Appreciation Society? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hate that place. <laughs> but you know where it is. Do I? I'll say that you do. Where is it? It's in town. And it's not a school sanctioned club. Yeah, it would it wouldn't be. It would be something that I would have denied like each semester I would have denied official permissions to, like first thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um so in in the college town there is an internet cafe called Wonderland. And um, Great. how long have you been waiting to drop that? <laughs> about about ever since I wrote the notes for this last <laughs> session. <laughs> it's about five minutes ago. About five minutes. No. <laughs> <laughs> and um uh, and it's like 
it's an actual internet cafe. It's bona fide. Um, uh, they're, they're selling coffee out of there. There are a couple of like old school arcade machines, but most of it is just decked out with computers and like um, post-grad wizards playing WoW and things like that. There is down like the stairs out the back of this place, there is like a back back door that goes underneath the building. Um, and it's just like labeled maintenance. Um, but maintenance is written in like four separate other languages. So there's like one in Japanese, one in Chinese, Korean, mm. um, the Russian. <laughs> there are like outside littered with cigarette butts. And that is the headquarters of the Computer Appreciation Society. I can literally smell it. I can yeah. smell it. I can, oh, fuck. <laughs> Um, I think... And they're not, like, smoked cigarette butts. They're all, like, they're, like, like cigarettes that people have taken two drags out of, but it's between raids. It's, and yeah. so they've, like, just yeeted them outside. Between raids, between league matches. Yeah. Fucking, yep. On a scale of uh, 1 to 10, how much RGB is in this place? How much RGB is in the Computer Appreciation Society or the internet? How many okay. Stardust oh. LEDs? <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, you, you're like standing outside of this dorm. Like, you know that the Computer Appreciation Society isn't something that takes applications. They're talent spotters. If you're good with a computer, they'll bring you in. Um, generally anybody who has an in with them is a member of the Computer Appreciation Society. Mm. So this is the place. Yeah, um, yeah, when, when Rudy asks, like, we should go there, I'm like, you know, no. No. Yeah, no. This. If we're going to talk about what I think we need to talk about, I'm not going anywhere where there's, like, a bajillion bugs. It's going to be the one place that isn't bugged. <laughs> and and why, why do the bugs matter? We're, like, this, to be clear, I'm asking because this is going to be part of getting Saffron back in his body. So you want to... Tell more people about this? Is that what I'm understanding here? Not tell people about it. We're going to have to reveal that Saffron's not currently in his body and that there was a big SIM card related... Actually, I... where is his body, by the way? Was... Um, I wasn't lying about it, hanging around in the art club. Oh, cool. I put my hand through Rudy's head. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, like... Where is it, Rudy? Where is it? <laughs> Maybe keep that in mind. Um. You know, just in case you're having any sort of art club thoughts right now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you would be. I don't know why you'd be thinking about that. And at, at this moment... <laughs> you evil fuck. <laughs> at, at this moment, Marge just sort of pauses and thinks back to all the shady shit Rudy has said in the past and just gone, <laughs> Bitch. It's like the usual suspects moment. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like coffee. <laughs> what you say? <laughs> um, at this point, she's like, "Well, I've got to drop this box off." Actually, no, I don't want to let go of this. So she like stuffs it into her satchel, into her backpack, I guess. Mm. And I think she's just like, "Screw it, yeah, whatever. Let's let's just do this. I'll fill you in some stuff on the way, and then you can tell me." And I figure on the way in, I tell you about this fucking weird ass cult. I just, you know, just info drop that like you have to me. <laughs> and do you do you tell me at this point that Saffron's killed a man? 
Because um, I still don't know that either. Yeah, the information <laughs> I share is like I basically describe the events of last night where we f- find out, you know, what happened uh, with his body, uh, the whole deal with Nako. Um, I tell you about the forest the other night as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole, I killed you at sword point? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the seance, um, all of this I cover with you. I I think I tell you. Even being held at sword point? Yes. I think he by, by the oh by just by, by him. By Do him. you tell? Is there anything well, you specifically don't lay out? I, I leave out the pocket rocket bit. Yeah, pocket rocket bit. When the femme fatales. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. Mm. I think I pretty much just tell you like verbatim my experience with the cult, mm. and I leave out all the shit that Ladash just told me. I don't fucking bring that up yet. I'm saving yeah. that, and um, it's as we walk up. To the entrance of this cafe. Yeah, I imagine like, like we're coming in on a, like an otherwise completely empty bus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's just the two of us sitting there going, there's a cult. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, They're drinking bro. goop. <laughs> They're drinking fucking goopy tang, bro. I don't know. And um, Oh, yeah. And as we're getting off the bus and like, oh, yeah. And um, I guess I've got like a weird boyfriend now. Don't know about that. That's That's like the weirdest bit. Wait, but who? anyway, here's the Computer Appreciation Society. You're right. We got a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, yeah. We get off the bus and go down like this really dirty alley that just smells of sewerage and then come around yep. to the entrance of this mm. this shady looking mm. Wonderland place. Yeah. I, 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 I will also say for things I've left out, I've left out what we actually need the Computer Appreciation Society for and how I plan to get it from them. Yes. I just kind of say because it's like um, uh, techno. Nancy te- stuff. Yeah. Techno necrom- techno necroma. Techno necromancy. That's the one. <laughs> oh, yeah. That sounds oh, so pretty. Yeah. That really does sound nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah um, they're like, they're the people we have to go. They're, they'll be the other ones. Necrotechnomancy. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, like, Either I way. really don't know what we're doing here. I guess I'm kind of here as like your weird muscle. Um, mm. So, yeah. You lead the way, Rudy. Techromancy. You so you get to the maintenance store of this place. Yeah. What do you do? Like, like this this is a dead bolted door. Yeah. I'm gonna knock on it. I walk in. Yeah, you do. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um uh, you give a knock on the door. And there's there's nothing. Alright, guess we gotta find another way in. Have you got any Wait, anything? that was it? That was your plan? I was hoping you would have some kind of alchemy so we could like burn the lock or something. Oh my god. Okay. Um You walk into the um uh the computer appreciation society headquarters. And on a scale of one to ten, how RGB this place is is a spinal tap eleven. It is so RGB. And it is it is full of like tech heads and technomancers. Like, these people are, like, one William Gibson shift away from not being humans anymore. Some of them, some of them, like, now have just merged fully with their computers and conduct everyday life with, like, simulacrums of themselves. That's the dream right there. Um, Yeah. And, you know, like, that's, that's, like, bordering on out of scientific practice but because they can do it with a computer it's kind of like overlooked at least by the magical authorities a few other people are down here you see overlord who is the leader of the computer appreciation society 
Um, and she has this huge monitor on her head. She's like, like she's like got two keyboards and she's typing on them at the same time because she's a technomancer and that's what technomancers do. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> mm -hmm. Still my big gay heart. I think she's got like cycling on her desktop backgrounds are extremely old memes. <laughs> like like just a just a, a history lesson in memes. We're talking like stills from Charlie the Unicorn. Um, uh, like the and, ultimate showdown. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. Like Asda movies, like, you know, like, like that kind of shit. Um, uh, you no, know, I was the first person who watched this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Long ago. Um, Only speaks in Vine references. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in and Vine references through Leet speak. Um, and <laughs> she's got like a minimized window of MSN on the corner. Has a private MSN server. <laughs> Got the only still active like Habo Hotel account still mm. open. But aside from the like extremely outdated, almost ironic, you know, usage of these programs, like her setup is alien to to look at, to behold. Um, it's something that like Saffron, I think, would be be fairly sheltered to the world yeah. of computers. Inside there is this thumping techno music. Um, so you'd think that even if nobody was here, no, you'd think that e even if, if people were here and they could hear the knocking, they wouldn't come to the door. The other thing that you notice is on Overlord's two, like dual setup, um, she has like a counter um, of the steadily increasing reward money um, uh, for what information they can provide to dox you. Um, and this open bounty is just climbing. <laughs> and people are sending in all kinds of information. That's right, you're gonna get in by doxing me. Damn right I am. <laughs> Didn't you call them? No, I have uh, an envelope in my bag where I have um, photocopied as many cards in your wallet as I thought would be applicable. Mm. So, yeah, your student ID, your bank card, like, uh, whatever. You've got, like, your Medicare, I guess. Saffron, yeah. do Saffron doesn't games. have a bank card. Keeps all his money under his bed. Library card. Ah, school of the Jack... No, <laughs> Jack Horn school of 100%. finance. Doesn't um, actually carry money, just, like, gold barrel bonds. Yeah. <laughs> War bonds. <laughs> I, I think I no, like... No, just trade Saffron. There's <laughs> so much Saffron that it's all his oh, money. Oh, dude, yeah, actually. Um, I photocopied your... Dorm key. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anyone in here? You know what? I'm going to walk just up to the, uh, what was her name? Overlord. Overlord. I'm just going to put my hand through her head. What I assumed to be a head. Um, when you assumed? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, no. She has a computer yeah. monitor for her head, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there is some distortion on the on the uh, monitor screen. Um, and do you guys remember... You're probably going to hate me for saying this, but you remember holding magnets up to a computer screen yeah. and watching the gamma yep. turn. Yeah. yeah. That's what happens when you put your hand through her monitor head. That's interesting. Mm. And uh, then, then she turns and she goes, Whoa, dude, don't do that. I'm sorry, you can see me? Yes. And she goes back to, to timing. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch watched you walk through a door and gave zero shits. <laughs> you are one of only two people I know that can... Okay, three people, if we count the cat, that can see me. Yeah. 
Good try, dude. How long have you been working on this one for? And she like 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 this like continuing to hack at the computer. I guess half a day. Damn, that is pretty puggers. If you are looking to cash up on this bounty, I mean, this hollow face has to count for something, right? <laughs> are you going to pay me for information about me? I'm going to pay you for info on this. Ooh, I forget his name. Ah, uh, Saffron. That's it. That's Saffron's spirit caller kid. I'll pay for information on that kid, the anime-looking dweeb. <laughs> I feel really attacked right now. <laughs> I like the idea that Saffron just really has no concept of anime, hasn't really watched any. <laughs> I don't have any information for you, but there are some people outside that might. Like, for real? They want some stuff in exchange, but yeah. Are they members? Uh, no, but I'm not, and I'm in here. Yeah, all right. And she, like, like she, like, make, makes a mental note. It comes up on her screen to check IDs. Like, <laughs> and she, like, groans as she gets out of her computer seat. Ah, uh, fine, uh. And then just, like, kind of, like, slumps up over toward the door. She opens it ajar, and she goes... What do you want? Oh my god, hey! And she, uh... Oh shit, it's the student council. I am immediately shove my foot in the door. door. Foot's in the door. Foot is in the door. Foot's in the door. Roll me an overcome roll here, please. <laughs> yep. Oh shit, it's the fuzz! <laughs> Okie dokie, I'm doing this. She gets out the word student council president. You're inside and suddenly like five or six people jump up with drills in their hands. <laughs> And they're like looking for hard drives. They start popping open microwaves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are people crying. Like, <laughs> like uh, they've finally been sprung. I'm gonna. This is no. This is quick. This is quick. The other thing you notice is one person who doesn't care at all, and it's Saito. That's a good roll. One, girl. two, three, four, five. That's a four. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say objectively. I would have made this a uh, contest check of three, um, uh, because you're trying to like, trying to overpower an extremely nerdy tech kid, <laughs> um, uh, and she has noodle arms and a monitor for a head. Yeah. She's not the most imposing presence. Mm. You like, like, like push open this door, um, uh, and she like kind of like jumps back a bit and like runs over to her to her computer monitor and starts like closing well, down well, files. Well, like like chill. I don't I don't actually care about what you're doing here. I'm not here about whatever this is. We're here about the bounty. All the drills and the noise kind of just cease at once. Yeah, like I don't care what you're doing. She like pops her head over her chair and she goes, "The bounty?" Yeah. Yeah. If the student council's got to take care of one thing, it's sex pests. Everyone looks at each other in the cast and they say, yeah! Everyone starts like clapping. Looks at Rudy. She just stares him down. Look, I I say to the only other person in this room that can see me, I resent that. It was funny the first time, man. Uh, like, go change already. Then come back and be part of this little group again. You're so weird that you're giving me the heebie-jeebies. No cap. What's your name? Who are you talking to? She looks at, at, at... She goes... This. This guy? The guy dressed up as Saffron? 
We've got some things to run through with you. Like, there's literally no one there. Well, there is. But there... We- <sighs> yeah, I'm just here with him. Just listen to him. <laughs> How much would you... Tra- would, would, what, what sort of deal would you do if I could tell you the current status of Saffron's health? I need a favour. A lot of things are going through Overlord's head at the moment. And she goes... Like... What's the status of his health? What does that even mean? Oh, you have to you have to promise on the favor. I don't know about the status of his health, but we've got the status of a lot of other things. And I pull this envelope out. It's a pretty big favor. I pass it over. She like takes the envelope. She looks inside. <laughs> she starts pulling out like your ID. <laughs> you know, this is all very information sensitive kind of stuff do i know that you took all this stuff yeah i discussed it you did discuss it with me yeah she shoves it back in the envelope and she goes this is this is actually freaking gold dust it is and even better for you you can hang on to your bounty because i don't want it i was thinking you could pay the favor in another way what other way was that we need help with an outer science ritual and you're maybe the only person that can do it. At this moment, I wave and say, Hi, my name's Saffron, and I'm deceased. She, like, takes a seat back in a chair, and she goes, Oh, man, you didn't, um, game end yourself, did you? She, like, mimes hanging. No, God, no, 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 no. no. I, un- I brought somebody else back. Do you know Kevin Fong? Uh, um, yeah, the poser kid. Yeah, was in a bad accident. Used some. <laughs> At this point, Marja, Marja just like, um, Rudy, need to know. He was murdered. Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's just put that out there. Oh, sorry, cool. was that not what you. <laughs> yeah, let's just tell, like, the internet mafia, like, everything. Cool, whatever. It doesn't matter what happened to Kevin Fong. It. Since he's alive now. Yeah, because we yeah we resurrected him. Jesus fucking Christ! Oh, like they did. I don't know. I'm just okay. T- let me let me. Oh I have God. some really important information. I need you to tell them. Can you tell them, Rudy, that Neko is looking for a new host? Um, imagine we're all just cutting each other off as we're trying to all <laughs> yeah, explain much. this. Overlord's, Overlord's like like trying to listen between the three of you to this batshit crazy story. Um. The first thing she says is, Look, the weeb kid told me to tell you that Neko is looking for a new host. Is that like a gaming thing, a magical girl thing, or a death god thing? Uh, the sword's in the art club as well. Yeah, that may- yeah, cool. Um, hmm. Back to the top of the run. This is uh, Marja Olsen, the second um, school council president. You probably know her. Yeah, we are kind of aware of <laughs> that. start to whirl yeah. off again. <laughs> yeah. And uh, my name's Rudy Asiari. Uh, you probably know me better as uh, Rocky Rudy. That's my that's my Twitch name. <laughs> I, I've I've got four months of subs with you. <laughs> that someone in the someone in the distance goes. It all checks out, boss. <laughs> four months of subs. <laughs> she goes. Really? Well, outer science stuff. Yeah, our friend um, Saffron Spirit Caller was trying to save Kevin. After Kevin's accident, he managed to find a way to technomantically transfer his consciousness into a SIM card. Now, we managed to get him off that SIM card, 
But in that process, there was a big switcheroo and now it's Saffron's body who's not in its right place. Now, we still have the SIM card that souls can go on and off of. Can I see it? Yeah, I pull it out. I hand it to her. Yeah, and she, she looks at it. She's like, This is 64 gigs, my dude. <laughs> and? He got it on there. Are you dead ass telling me that a human soul fits on a 64 motherfucking I mean, gigabyte SD card? I mean, it worked the first time. Kevin's, like, alive and has a brain and stuff. I assume this is kind of an angel on the head of a pin type situation. 64 fucking gigabytes. 64. rely on physics. They can be as big or small as they need to be. Look, can you do this or not? Maybe. Specifically, what we need is we need the soul back on the SIM card and then that back in the body. That's two things. (laughs) Okay. And then at this, Marsha just puts her hand in front of Rudy's face. And then she just sort of stands in front of Overlord. Let me put it this way. You're familiar with who I am. And I'm telling you that you don't have a choice. Because let's see things from my perspective. So you guys put out your like cute little hit on Saffron or whatever. Get all your information and bounties and stuff. And I reckon it would look like soups bad for your club if like a day after you put out a hit, the kid turned up dead. That would look really bad. Shit. You right. That, that legit looks bad. Yeah. Yeah, so it's probably in your best interest to help us. We, we can carrot and stick this. One thing's for the bounty, the other thing's for the blackmail. How's that sound? And then we just come out even at the end. All right, all right. Fuck it. We can try putting the concept of a human soul onto an SD card. I don't know how Kevin freaking Fong of all people did it. He doesn't really remember But himself. if he can, we can. I think. And she like like she inserts the the SD card into a port like on a CPU and and she goes We are the Computer Appreciation Society. Anonymous ain't got nothing on our asses. Fuck it. Fine. How in the name of all that is holy do we do this? And that's when Saito steps forward. Uh-huh. And he goes, Hey Rudy. Saito. Marja. Hey there, Saito. I heard about the business with uh, Saffron. That's really sad. I'm sad for Saffron. I'm sure oh. you are. I'm so glad you're going to help us. Um, I am, actually. Because here's the thing. Um, Saito? <laughs> I'm going to tell you how to get Saffron back. You're going to need to break in to do it, but... Break into what? In the teacher's house. Jesus, what did you do? I, I didn't do anything. Um, but and it's not really news around the campfire yet. But Jabari on the deer is gonna be leaving us soon. What do you mean? He um, he's been sent to the broom cupboard. It's uh where the cleaners keep their people to be decommissioned. He then goes, there's only one other instance where someone's brought someone back to life, other than Kevin, other than what you guys did last night. Who was it? Found the deer. I had a sneaking suspicion, but I wasn't sure. Who would he bring back to life? Jane Doe, duh. Ah. I think I can work with this. So what exactly am I... 
so we're just breaking out Al Nadia? I leave. <laughs> leave? What? <laughs> I go find Jane Doe. Uh, the overlord like looks over his shoulder and goes, Uh, hey, normies, that saffron kid just left. Saffron, you gotta get you- on the sim card. Come back. I've got to find Jane Doe. I'll be back later. I mean, you are a ghost, my dude. I can't actually stop you or anything. So sure, I guess. Fuck, man, I gotta figure out how to put you on a flipping SIM card. Like, what updates do I even need to run for that? And she gets back to back to work. She is, like, like furiously, furiously conceptualizing how to do this. Um, uh, and Saito says... You don't need the professor. I guarantee a guy like that, he has a lot in his mind. He's probably doing something, keeping notes, a diary. He'd be able to find something in that apartment of his. And that's going to have the necromantic notes between Overlord's expertise combined with this outer science that he's got. It'll at least be a step in the right direction. Um, look, I'm just looking to, you know, have as few people, you know, sort of decommissioned as possible. And I think probably, like, Alnadia would be more useful than Alnadia's notes. So I think we will probably have more luck if we just, like, just straight up bust him out of the broom closet. Like, yeah, we've uh, already, like, killed two people and resurrected one. Why not just add, like, kidnapping to the list? Let's go for it. <laughs> Screw it. Whatever. <laughs> I think the broom closet's going to be a lot harder to get into than the teacher's room. It's Alnadir's unit he is talking about. Oh, his place that he lives at. Well, shit, that could have been cleaned already. They'll definitely have moved all the stuff out like that. You saw how quick they were with Kevin's room. Yeah. It's all got to be in the broom closet. That's what I'm thinking. Well, since you know so much about it, Actually, no, you're probably better off here helping Overlord Lady do her stuff. Fine. Um, no doxing Safi, at least until he's resurrected. Or just not at all. As far as I am concerned, you have already doxed him. So I will happily remove that hit. Ha ha ha, R.I.P. And she goes on and uh, she sends out another global message to every phone. It says, stand by for a message from the Computer pre- Appreciation Society. She doesn't release society. the information, does she? No. Okay. No, you see her do it there. She says, Good news, everyone. You did it. The pervert has <laughs> been doxxed. It came in this morning. We got everything. Reward money has been collected and donated to Doctors Without Borders or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> And um, she kind of like carries on like that for a little while. Um, And Saito goes, can you let me in, you know, on the knowledge when you get it? Yeah, sure. Why not? We can do that. Yeah. Uh, We need to do deal. We need to we need to go find Alnadia. And I think the person who will probably know best where this broom closet is, it's probably going to be Lorelei. So we should totally find her first. We'll cut to you, Saffron, because you've gone to go find Jane Doe. So, um, I'll say that class has ended, and you check back in at the dorm, and she's not there. 
you have a feeling you might know where she is. The tree? Yeah. Uh, when you when you eventually make your way over there, um, uh, she's kind of like like looking out. She's got a scorch tablet in one hand. She's kind of like watching as the sun goes down off of this cliff here. So you were resurrected, huh? She turns. She looks at you. What? You were undead, did realized? Kind of, I guess. What do you mean? Like me personally? Yeah, by um, yeah, uh, by an idea. At least that's the uh, the scoop the Computer Society has. The Computer Appreciation Society knows about me. Apparently, did if you knew that people could be resurrected, why didn't you tell me? This is a lot to lay on me. I I knew there was something different, but I didn't know that I was resurrected. I mean, it explains a lot, doesn't it? I mean, that I can see you, maybe. But by who? And if I was resurrected, then I died, right? I'm going to take it that you really don't know anything about this. She shakes her head. Apparently it was, um, Jabari. Oh my god. Saffron, do you think he killed me? In my experience of resurrecting people it has only ever been people I have somehow killed so potentially (laughs) now I do need to preface that with I have only ever done it once then why would he bring me back guilt that's an easy question to answer she um yeah why wouldn't he tell you surely this is an easy secret to keep if you knew it's not like he'd have to hide much but I don't get a good feeling from this. You don't get a good feeling from it. I can go through trees and walls. I'm not sure how much longer I can keep existing. And then I have that psychopath cat trying to eat me. But that's where you and I differ, right? Like, I can't walk through walls. That's I can interact with the world. I guess that's because you've been fully brought back? Yeah, okay. So we need to work out whatever he did to you, he needs to do it to me too. Otherwise, I'm going to be a mouse to a cat. You say this, and Neko comes in. He goes, yes, boy, you are. And he has the finished mask. nice, isn't it? I made it patchwork just for you. Here, hold still. How about I step back? How about you put it on? (laughs) I didn't take my own measurements, silly. Put the mask on. Make this easy. No. I would like to exert as little effort as possible. And I would like to not be eaten. Kevin didn't want to be eaten either. Yeah, well, I'm not Kevin. I'm going to try and... Sweep his legs out from under him? I'm gonna give you... I'll tell you straight now. The difficulty rating for this is nine. Yeah, okay. Oh. Otherwise, he's gonna put the thing on me. I'm going to forcefully do that. None of us are here to spend fate points to help you. 
succeed at cost is always on the table. So. It is always on the it table. It is always on the table. <laughs> okay. <laughs> zero to zero. No, it's at one. Okay. Four, five. Okay, so two faint points to two aspects and you got it. Remember that you're in his world. I'm I'm going to invoke my two fate points. What aspects are you compa- uh, are you invoking? Uh, and they have to be different. Yep. I'm going to invoke middle school kendo champ. Okay. Is this for um, your ability pos- to <laughs> positioning myself? So it's footwork. Okay. And getting around the the, the hand the the mask that he's trying to put on me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the other one is, I I want to say inheritor of the spirit blade. I don't think, I don't think you can. Not anymore. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you if you had the blade, if you were actively using its power against him, sure. maybe. But because you were trying to take him down in your spirit form, in his plane of reality. What else have you got? Aspect wise, I don't think it quite fits in. Uh, misunderstood delinquent. No. Um, to defend my friends, no matter what. <laughs> no. And will do anything to help someone hate sewing favors. I don't think I've really got anything. You can't help Jane Doe if you're dead. I, okay, my problem here is the cost if I succeed. Is it going to be Jane Doe? I don't think so. Okay, I'm not going to spend the fate point. I'm going to succeed at a cost. Okay. I think um, you, you go for sweeping his legs. Um, and you actually get the footwork down on, on the down pad and you kind of hook your foot around like his ankle, but he moves a little too quickly for you. And he kind of like, like plucks you up from the back of your shirt. And it's the first time that you've really seen him exert strength over something. And he holds you up kind of like a fly by its wings by the back of your shirt. You kind of start floating. You lose your grip on the physical reality again. Mm-hmm. And you you forget how to, to ground yourself. And, and Neko starts laughing. He goes, it happens to all newcomers. He like, like picks, up, picks up the hat and he tries to like slam dunk it onto the top of your head. Kind of comically. He's not taking it seriously. And he goes, come back down here. Let me eat. And... You find it impossible to come back down. You're kind of just floating now. Uh, Jane is looking at this, mystified. So you're just like tossing the mask up at you like a basketball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna need help. Can you? F- I'm gonna run. Don't worry, I'll I'll get you down. He says, and he begins to float as well, and rise toward you. Um. Well, too. Can you? Get Rudy. Tell him to get the blade. The blade. All right. And she beelines it. Where's Rudy? She says. Uh, probably Jabari's. And um, the, she nods her head and she runs as fast as she can. He goes, that won't save you. Doesn't need to. Just needs to buy me some time. You don't, like, you're not in control. But the wind itself, like takes you over the island and takes you further up and around Ganymede Island. After a while, he grows tired of following you and he kind of fades out into mist 
Neko does. The mask as well. Uh, okay, I'm gonna need to... T- I sort of breathe in. It's cold up here. It's almost alpine. Even through the um, uh, through the afterlife. Uh, so what I do is I close my eyes and I just try to focus on regathering myself. This is your place, man. The void place. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you do. And as you do, like, I, I suppose you kind of go back into a meditative state. Only this time you're kind of just floating. Yeah. <laughs> like, an, like an object without, without gravity. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to, ever I guess, higher. feel my surroundings and sort of come to terms with them. Yeah. However long that will take. <laughs> If it takes. I think we cut to you guys. Yeah. Um, uh, the Computer Appreciation Society has some sort of like uh, lounge or something there. Imagine we both sat down with like a cup noodles and like a, a sunrise energy drink. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, you are. Absolutely. I yeah. am not touching anything with the sunrise logo on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I've heard you explain all this. So I'm still drinking the energy drink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and what have you decided to do? Well, we're going to hit this broom closet, but first I just wanted to sit Marsha down say, well, before we go and get this out of the way, I th- you'd better tell me about your conversation with Ladasha. Oh, I better? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't realize that was aggressive sounding. <laughs> Mayhaps, lady, you would like to tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Tips, Fedora. (laughs) Oh, sweetie, we don't want to be taking that tone with me right now. Um, Should I put this? You're a bit of a snake. In what ways? Really think I'm stupid. After some observation, we've decided you're not. You know, I'm... So glad to hear that, Rudy, from like a close personal friend. Yeah, someone who's going to go do crimes with you in about half an hour. Yeah. We're, we're in very deep, Marja. I hope and you understand that. Yeah, and I've, I've told you everything and you've obviously told me anything because if we're going to commit more, you know, like treason crimes, we should be open and honest with each other, right? Mm-hmm. So you're sure there's like nothing else you want to get off your chest? <laughs> <laughs> God, everyone else at the table here. <laughs> Go on. Just pour myself some more tea. Oh, it's hot. It's hot. Hot tea. Uh, well, I know you and Lake have been working together on the council stuff, and oh. he's probably been pretty helpful with that since you've been onboarded into this position kind of in your first year. You know, there will be people in the student council who are expecting to be where you are right now. They can't be having an easy time of that. I don't see how that has to do with anything. Well, Lake can help you with the bureaucracy, but there's a bit more to that than being a student council president. There's a... All of these clubs have a very tangled relationship. You know, with Computer Appreciation Society, for one. Um, the Arts Alliance, for another. There's a reason... We let the Computer Appreciation Society do what they want to do. It's because they're not technically a part of the school, but 
you know, for example, when you talk about all the art kids, they are a part of the school, aren't they, Rudy? They are a part of the school, but they don't necessarily have the same agenda as you. And maybe you could take on one club with your power. You know, agenda is a very good word. Like, we should discuss agendas. What's yours? Because I'd really like to know, Rudy, my best buddy and pal, who's been truthful with me. I will be completely upfront with you. This Friday, I'm going to join Bavni and Carr in the annual general meeting of the Arts Alliance. See, I'm glad you came to me with this, Rudy, and she pulls the, the box out of bit. You know, the fact that you're joining right now, I can add to my list of, you know, things that I've gathered. And she opens it up and... Clearly, you can see all the photos of you in there. Yeah. Just tons of it. He was expecting this. Yeah. This, this isn't perturbing to him. Yeah, yeah. So, you're just joining now. Yeah. I'm being groomed as her successor. I'm going to have significant sway. And so, as a student council president, you not only need that bureaucratic hand on one side, you need the political hand on the other side. Someone who can manage the clubs. Someone who'll do the dirty work that you can't. Oh, sweetie, what makes you think that I can't? Uh, he's going to take a long sip of his energy drink. <laughs> so that's it? You'd go to war with all of us? My beef, right now, I don't care about this stupid cheating ring. I don't care about whatever nonsense you've been doing in the art club. I care that you lied to me. You care that I didn't tell you while you were investigating a cheating ring, that I was in the cheating ring. Yeah. Did you expect me to just toss all of my sense of self-preservation out the window? Are you this mad at Saffron for lying about the fact that he murdered someone? We're not talking about Saffy right now. <laughs> Maybe we kind of should be. I, when I spoke to him, when you know, he pulled me out at sword point, he, he said straight to me he knew about all of this before we went into... That building, the abandoned building. Do you remember being strangled by a nervous system in there? <laughs> Do you understand the danger he put you in by lying to us? Oh, mum and dad are arguing. <laughs> <laughs> I would choose your words very carefully. When has any lie I have ever told put you in direct danger? When has it done anything but help this team? Knowledge is power and I have been working under false knowledge, under false pretenses, which is completely... We could be so much further along if we weren't dancing around these issues and lying about stuff constantly. Oh, there you go. You've got it. I'm part of the cheating ring. We're the ones organising oh it. You're you, missing the point. You didn't even find it out yourself. I had to hand it to you. <laughs> because I needed your power to deal with that situation at that point. I am very glad I'm dead right now. <laughs> Never have I been more glad. Saito has been watching this. His eyebrows have shot up a few grades and he skitters away. The, the darkest corner of the Computer Appreciation Society room. You know, when it comes down to it, right now... I want to save my friend, or the person who I thought was an honest friend, Safi. I want to make sure that Jabari Al-Nadir can help, you know, stop all deaths and, you know, he doesn't get deleted or whatever. 
but I think at the end of the day, you are forgetting something very simple, Rudy. Run it by me. I'm Marja Olsen II. I have far more power than just within this school, sweet pea. Don't fuck with me. Rudy is going to, yeah, um, finish up his noodles, uh, push it back, and say, so how are we getting into Al Nadir's house? Just then, you get a call on your phone. You're Scorch, Rudy. Mm. Um, it's from Jane Doe. Okay, I'll, I'll answer it. Hey, Jane, how you doing? Rudy, the sword. Saffron uh, needs the sword right now. Saffron can't hold the sword. Then he needs you to wield it. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jane, what's going on? That Saffron's in trouble. Uh, the cat thing. The cat's going to try and eat him. Oh, uh, Christ. Okay, where are you? Uh, I, where I am is not where Saffron is. Saffron is in the air. Oh, cool. Uh, That's easy to get to. Uh, the main thing, I guess, he asked you to get the sword, so go grab that. Well... I guess Jabari's going to have to wait. All right. Um, yeah, I'll end the call and we'll head to go get the sword out of this art club. After you hang up your call with Jane Doe, you beeline it to the art club. Um, nobody's there after class. Um, the lights have kind of all been switched off. Mm. Um, uh, all the girls have gone home because it's the final day that they've had to do work. Now it's just up to the distribution crew to send everything out. Mm. Um, so there's really nobody in here. There is, like, a cold presence as you enter this room. Okay, so, like, where did you stash him or whatever? I unlock my uh, uh, locker and I open it up. And there he is. It's Saffron's cold body. Like, like cold, cold? Cold, cold. Uh, He's, like, stood up in the locker. Okay, like, full rigor mortis kind of? It's getting there. Ah, oh, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Now, we're just taking the sword. He's staying here. I pull out the sword. I lock it again. Under President Carr's control. I'm assuming, like, aside from Kevin, we're the only ones that know he's in there, right? Correct. Okay, let's go save Safi. Well, that's the thing I specifically need to run through with you. Saffron's dead. He's not the wielder of this sword anymore. Well, you said you had, like, his ring thingy, right? I do, but there's... Wielding this sword is going to curse me. <laughs> Quite badly. And considering I can't even use a sword. What, do you think I can? I took fencing, not whatever that is. The fencing's closer than anything I've got. Like, off the t- on, on the table, off the table, whatever the fucking mm. metaphor is. What's your forceful? Like, in terms, like... Because that'd be, like, sword wielding, right? My, I my forceful can- is an A. Yeah. I could use this thing fine. Yeah, I, I straight up, <laughs> I can't use this. I cannot use a sword. Hey, you could use it as a finesse weapon. It it's up to you, whoever would whoever goes to and uses a sword. Look, you've already like got the ring, you've already touched the sword before, you're probably already cursed. We've we've got to bring Saffron today. Back today. Uh, yeah. So let's go get him. Come on. And Marge is already walking out the door. Okay. Like she's not giving you a choice. <laughs> no, like, like you just walk out the door and I point at the sky and go, well, what, where? <laughs> I imagine let's go tee up with Jane Doe. She'll at least be able to see him. Um, yeah, I'm going to 
text Jane Doe and organize a meetup point with her. Um, uh, she tells you about Icarus Point, which is the the place where her kind of like void anchor is, and we head straight there. Jane's there, um, uh, and she's like like looking off. You've stabilized. You are now like not floating further up, but you're still kind of just hovering in one place up in the air, which makes you really easy to spot. But that's also the bad thing. Then it makes you really easy to spot. And um, uh, have you opened your eyes to have a look out at where you are? Yeah, I sort of calmed down a little bit and I've just sort of gone, okay, let's take this one step at a time. One breath at a time. Nope, I'm going to open my eyes now. <laughs> you want to roll me an overcome roll. Okay. To come back down. Jane says, is that the sword? Yep, it's the sword. Um, and she goes, well... You gonna unsheathe it or something? I unzip the case. Yes. What, so, like, where in the sky is he? Like, she points up, and obviously you can't see anything. But you notice that her, she's like, her hand starts trailing, and she says, "He's he's coming down slowly. I can see it." Once, what's what's your roll? Um, I'll say. Hang on. I'll say uh, the DC for this is a. It's a three. <laughs> you can find us at RF Encounters on Twitter or as Real Fantasy Encounters on Facebook. We appreciate any support, whether that's leaving a review or telling a friend about us. Thanks for listening and see you next week.